Welcome back to the Tribal Brand Podcast. I am you, Winton. I hope everybody out there in the world of podcasts is doing fantastico. I'm doing pretty good. I'm juggling, uh, I'm weighing, I should say, I'm weighing the options of what I have as far as work again. Guy I work for is brutal, man. It's tough. I don't understand it. As long as I've been a super duper, I've never had to deal with changes in framing all the way up to insulation. I'm insulating, ready for insulation. He wants me to change a wall again in the bathroom. He didn't realize it looked like that or whatever. And I'm constantly having to go back and forth with pre-approved work orders and change orders. It's, it's brutal. If I can't get it done in time, he doesn't want them to do the changes until I get it. Sometimes he disappears to goddamn Vietnam for like two weeks. Sometimes I can't even hear from him for two or three days because over there in Vietnam where he goes to is like in the fucking mountains or something. How can he run a business like that? How can I do my job when he's not there? Another example is this. He was off in Vietnam doing his thing and... I was wrapping the building, getting it ready. Windows were installed, trying to get it dried in, man. It's going to start raining pretty soon. I text, I email him. I let the office know that, hey, I'm ready to start siding by like Monday or Tuesday or something. So I send it off. Nothing back, nothing back. Siders are ready to go. I show up on a Monday morning and they'd already started siding on Saturday. So I said, to hell with it. Go with it. So I had him cover the north side, the east side, the south side. And I figured I better not cover the west side because it faces the main street. I could at least do that. So he rolls back into town about, I don't know, two weeks later when it's pretty much sided. Shows up with other dude. And he said something to other dude, but not to me. Said something to other dude. I wanted him to wait till I got back to side it, because I wanted the back to be a little bit different. At least that's what other dude told me. He said the boss doesn't want it to look like an apartment. Well, that's what it kind of is, man. It's a row house. Whoop-de-doo, it's a freaking apartment. Get yourself all up in a bunch. So then in our meeting yesterday... I start out by saying, well, a priority for me is to get the building painted. We are moving into the rainy months, you know. And he chimes in, no, it's not really a priority. And I'm like, well, it is for me. And then he says something about the metal on the front, because he's going to put metal siding on the front, which is going to make it look fucking beautiful. Hasn't been installed yet because they want it painted first. You got metal. You don't want to get any paint on that. Whatever. And then he says, kind of under his breath a little bit, you shouldn't even have cited it anyway. And I said, well, I tried to get a hold of you three times, but you were halfway around the world and I couldn't get a hold of you. And he kind of said, yeah, I know. But I could tell. It rubbed him the wrong way. Just a little bit. I could tell. His whole demeanor, his whole body language changed just enough to where he wasn't happy like he was a couple minutes earlier. 
I did cost him some money. Remember a few weeks ago when I was talking about I had some engineering issues? Well, that cost him about 800 bucks. But for me, it was important. It, it was important for me to make sure that the house doesn't fall over. There was some shady shit going on. And I got with the engineer and said, it's not right. We need to fix it. I told the boss I was going to do it. I told him, because he didn't know anything about it. It was something that was going to be done under the radar by my fellow superintendent, who is slash my boss, I guess. Nobody ever said, but he's sort of the project manager. So that's a pretty long story. I could spend uh, probably an hour just telling you that story. So I'm going to try and condense it down to where... You guys can understand it a little bit, and I can process it at the same time, because I'm still processing this thing. Happened about a month ago. So what happened was this. We have a building in Capitol Hill, a house, and on the outside, on the north side, the whole top two floors cantilever out five feet over the driveway. So we have these three steel I-beams inside the house sitting on the first floor to carry the load for that five-foot cantilever. Now, on the posts that hold these beams, you have a base plate where on the engineering they had these all threads go 12 inches deep into the foundation, precast. In other words, before they poured it, it was supposed to be inspected by the city and they were supposed to be there and they weren't and the city didn't look for it, so we got to keep moving, right? So the boss man slash superintendent tells me, hey, we'll just have the framers roto-hammer in, and we will epoxy them in. I'm thinking, well, I guess this is cool if we go down, like, deep enough. So I keep moving forward with it. Well, the framer hit some rebar in there. Some of them were only three inches deep four inches deep and it was supposed to be three-quarter inch all thread but he had him putting in five-eighths now that's not really a big deal but here's the real kicker they epoxied in most of the all thread about six inches deep but like I said some were only like a couple inches well I found one that wasn't even set it was like an inch long and I sent a picture of that to my superintendent said hey Look at these, man. You want me to epoxy these in? And he's like, yeah. Epoxy them in. This is over text, by the way. Keep in mind, I kept that as my leverage, just in case things got funny. Because you never know if things are going to get funny when you start thinking about doing what's right and what's wrong. You know, we are talking about lives here, people. Lives. Yes. Seattle earthquakes. The engineers, they do the math. I talk to them. I'm like, you guys do the math, and that's what makes everything work, right? And he's like, yeah, that's what we do. So my boss tells me, yeah, epoxy me in and throw away the evidence. Clean it up, throw away the evidence. I'm like, hmm. Now keep in mind, the reason why we're doing this is because when I had my shear inspection on the building... One of the first things the inspector came to look at was the post. And this one post at the end of the building had no bolts in it because 
they didn't epoxy him in. And he grabs it. It pops right out. He's like, oh, was this supposed to be a wet set or uh, was it supposed to be epoxied in? I'm like, well, epoxied in, man. So right away, that's a lie. I know it's a lie. But you do uh, say these things once in a while in order to, like, keep the engine moving, man, the train moving. I knew it was wrong. I felt bad about it. In fact, the superintendent was like, oh, you should have told him this and you should have told him that. Well, what I did at that time was I wrote the engineer and said, hey, Mr. Engineer, when we had the framers epoxy in the all threads, they ran into some rebar. It couldn't go as deep as they were supposed to. Can you please send me a fix for that? I get an email from the superintendent saying, hey, I don't want you uh, talking to those engineers. I don't want you... Uh, Sending out any emails or anything like that. I'll do all the talking from now on. Keep in mind, this was at the very beginning. Before I epoxied that little 2-inch bolt into that base plate. So, about a month after I sent this letter, the boss is like, Hey, what's going on with the house, man? Why is it not getting done? And see, I thought that uh, my superintendent was handling it. No, he wasn't. So anything that was going on was just sitting there. So who's the boss looking at? He's looking at me. He's looking directly at me. What's going on? And I said, well, we had an issue with some uh, parabolts. We're trying to get a letter from the engineer to get it straightened out. Well, he's like, we'll get it going. So he, he's off to Vietnam. So my superintendent emails the engineers and says, yeah, we need this looked at. So the engineer emails me back and says, hey, I'd like to come and look at what you're talking about. I'd already sent him some pictures, but he wants to put his eyes on it, you know. He wants to see what's going on because he's probably like, wow, what's going on? So I say, yeah, come on out anytime. Come on out tomorrow morning. Well, my superintendent says, hey, man, now he's going to want to look at everything. I'm like, well, oh, yeah, you're right. So that's when I epoxied everything in. So the engineer comes out and he's looking at it and he's like, okay, I see. So how deep are they? And I lied and I said, I don't know, I wasn't here when they put him in. That was a lie. That was lie number one. I didn't like it. I don't like lying to those guys. I don't like being dishonest. I mean, it's one thing if you just fudge a little bit, you know. Just bend it a little bit. Bend the truth just a little bit is okay. But it's another thing to completely blatantly lie about something that could affect lives and the liability to my boss. And to myself, I guess. So, anyway. He gets back to his office and he emails me. He goes, Patrick, I need to know for sure if those are 12 inches deep. I didn't answer that back. I emailed Super and I said, hey man, he wants me to tell him that they're 12 inches deep, dude. And he's like, well, just email him back and say, uh, yeah, it was built per plan by Green City. I'm like, dude, all right. So I email him back and I say, yes, the building was built per plan by Green City. And that was it. Well, he emails back and he says, I understand that, but are they 12 inches deep? And I'm like, fuck. So I text dude and I say, man, they want to know more shit. And I'm not going to, you know, what do you want me to say? And that's when he's like, just don't say anything else. You told him all you need to say. So then he emails him back a little later because they want to know. And he says, yes, they're 12 inches deep. And then the president of the engineer company, I shouldn't say their name, but it's up in Seattle. Everybody knows who they are. 
wants to talk to JT and JT lies again right to his face on the phone and says, yeah, it was done per plan by Green City. It was even inspected by the inspector and it wouldn't have passed off if it wasn't done. I'm thinking, damn, now he's, now he's even going to throw the inspector under the bus? Damn. So then I can't sleep at night. Now I'm, I'm at the point now to where, shit, man, this is pretty important shit. It's starting to eat at me a little bit. Because you see, now we got city inspectors, the city of Seattle involved. We have the engineer's names on it. We have the boss man who doesn't know what's really going on. He's in Vietnam trying to enjoy some time off. And you got me who's like, fuck. So I need to talk to some people about it. I talked to a couple buddies. I'm like, dude, what do I do? I already know what I should do. And my best friend Jeff says, don't worry about it, man. You know what to do. Because I'm worried I'm going to get fired. I'm worried I'm going to have all kinds of different shit going on. I'm going to be getting treated like shit on the job, whatever. So I think about it for another couple days. And I go ahead and I email the engineer and I tell him the truth. I'm like, dude, they're not even close to being 12 inches deep. And I explain the situation to him. And I also explain to him, dude, that I didn't want my superintendent to get in any trouble. He's just trying to keep the project moving. Even though he's lying through his teeth to save somebody's ass. I don't know whether it's his own or mine or somebody's. But I couldn't deal with it anymore. I had to say something because I was going to either fucking have a heart attack from stress or something because it was just bothering the shit out of me. I don't want anybody to get in trouble. I just wanted to get done right. So anyhow, trying to make this long story short, I email the boss in Vietnam and I say, this is what's happening. This is what went down. It's not correct. We're going to get the engineering to correct it. And we all know that engineers are the bomb, man. They can fix anything. If anything's a little fuckered up, they can fix it. They just do some more math and do some more of this and a little more of that. And that's what they had to do. We had to put half-inch steel plates on the back side of the post plate and rotohammer into the concrete and drill in these three-quarter-inch Titan bolts four inches deep. And that's what we did, and it's fixed. Cost the boss 800 bucks. It's done. It's all welded together. It's all put together. It's a beautiful thing. And here I thought all kinds of shit was going to go down. In fact, the superintendent says... Text me one day, he goes, I heard a little birdie was talking to the engineers about something. And I'm like, what, Don't no trust? And that was it. I said, are we good? And he goes, yeah, we're good, don't worry about it. Nothing was ever really said about it. Nothing was even mentioned. So, it's all fixed and everybody's happy now. That's a condensed story. It was a little longer than that. I've left some shit out, I'm sure, because I'm not very good at telling stories. Okay, I'm not a storyteller. Maybe 500 years ago, I could have been a storyteller. That would have been some awesome shit right there. But can you imagine the liability alone for that thing? You know we have some tremors up there, right? Every once in a while. Well, this thing could teeter if it's not installed correctly and anchored in correctly. It could teeter on there and fall over and smash into the other house. You never know. My boss would get his ass sued off. The engineers would get their ass sued off. The city would get their ass sued off. I might not ever work as a superintendent again because I got that on me. I don't know. So anyway, it's all fixed now. I'm done talking about it. So you guys realize what Monday is? Mm-hmm. It's Columbus Day. Yeah. Are we all excited and jacked up? Columbus Day. Oh.
I think my daughter calls it smallpox day. Or is that Thanksgiving? It's one or the other. I'm not really sure, but there is one thing I am sure of. The banks are closed on Monday. Yeah. So if you need to go to do any banking business, you can forget about that right now. You better do your business today or forget about it till Tuesday. All right. Can you believe? Can you even can you even grasp the fact that this country is celebrating a dude who didn't even know where he was when he landed down there in those islands on the east coast? Man, before he even landed in America, he landed on some islands down there and tried to slave them people out too. He was selling and trading little girls to the Spaniards. Ten-year-old Indian girls to the Spaniards. Can you even wrap your brain around that? Can you even wrap your mind around that? That's just one thing that motherfucker did. And they celebrate this knucklehead. They celebrate him. Makes me sick, makes me want to puke. I don't get it. And he comes over to the East Coast and just, man, violation and genocide and disease and murder and rape and killing and slavery and all these awful God things that this guy was able to do because the American Indians were pretty much peaceful and wanted to open the doors and share. But they had to take it and take it. You see what's going on in Syria right now? Can you believe what's going on right there? Because Trump said, eh, we're not going to help you out anymore. Yeah, you guys didn't help us out at Normandy or World War II, so uh, we're going to pull out now. Yeah. So that allows the Turks are bombing the Kurds and... While this is all going on, ISIS has been uh, shut down for the most part and a lot of their soldiers have been imprisoned in Syria. And the United States government back in the day says, this is what we're going to do. We're going to come in and you guys are going to do the fighting. We're going to supply the military, okay? We're going to supply all the, the bombs and shit or whatever. And now all of a sudden, Trump says, nah, we're going to, we're going to pull out now. Yeah, we're going to stop doing that. Can you believe it? So now you have all these bombings going on, and there's little babies, women, getting blown to pieces. I saw a picture of a little baby who's dead. Who's dead. And this is going on because our government decided not to uphold an agreement. It was a handshake. It was like, all right, if you can't, Give your word. What do you really have? So now what other countries are going to trust the United States of America to keep their word? That's why I haven't left where I'm at right now as far as my job is concerned. Because when I went back, I gave them my word. I wouldn't entertain any other opportunities for employment. I said that in an email. So that's the other quandary I have. Okay? I've turned down a few jobs already and that's the reason why. And I think that has a little bit of merit to it. I believe it was the ethical thing to do. I'm not saying that my fellow employee doesn't have ethics. He does. But 
Man, that's a pretty big lie. I don't know how a guy could sleep on that. I don't know how a guy could just sit back and say, we're all cool on that one. Anyway, so I'm looking for work. Just kind of looking, not really, you know, searching hard yet. But there are a lot of opportunities out there that may come my way. I really love what I do, but man, it's getting too hard to deal with this whole thing. The whole thing, man, is starting to just be like, it's taking the fun out of it. Used to be I never really looked forward to the weekend this badly, man. But now when it's like Tuesday, I'm like, man, I can hardly wait till Friday. It never really used to be like that. I kind of like my work. It's where, you know, it's not really a, a job job, you know. It's not something I hate to go to. It's not something I despise. But I'm starting to feel that way. I'm starting to feel a little bit like, eh, this guy micromanages too much. This guy's too much on my ass, man. I can't even make decisions without him wanting to make a decision. And that slows down the process. And in the end, who's he going to blame? He's going to come back to Padman and say, why did it take you too much longer than it was supposed to? Now, now you don't get your uh, bonus. Yeah, that's the way it is. They let you get almost done with the project, and then they let you go, or they withhold your bonus. Ain't no fun in that, man. I need that bonus. I got to get the bonus. That would definitely help out with the holiday season. Fau show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, Seattle Seahawks are going to Cleveland tomorrow to play the Cleveland Browns. I'm a little nervous about this one. I'm a little bit nervous because Cleveland just got their ass handed to them by San Francisco. Now, I don't know if San Francisco is that good or whether the Browns are that bad. I know this. They have a couple receivers there, Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, who can shred our cornerbacks and our safeties. Absolutely. And we don't have any speed at linebacker. Oh my God, crossovers in the middle, it's going to be touch and go. Did you see the last game where I was laying in bed having a fucking stroke, man? That's the way Seattle Seahawks are, man. They just want you to live on the edge of your seat. They always want to make it close. Takes a little bit of the fun out. Anyway, I really don't know what I was ranting and raving about. I think I just wanted to talk. So I hope you all listeners, you know, keep listening. Um... Haven't reached a thousand downloads yet. About eight hundred, I think. So, all you loyal listeners, keep on listening. And if you're enjoying it, pass it on. I know a lot of you know. There's like seventy million podcasts or some kind of ridiculous number. I don't know what it is, but it's ridiculous. Okay, you can go on your podcast app and you can find fucking podcasts on anything. So I need word of mouth. I need you people who are dedicated listeners, all ten of you, spread the word a little bit. If you're with some friends and you're in your car, just play it. Maybe they like listening to it. You know what I'm saying? Introduce it. Get it out there. I enjoy it. Enjoy it with me. Y'all have a great week. I am you, Winton. Peace.